everybody. It's TJ. And Celine. And we're back, finally again, with another episode of... TJ and Celine Nerd Out 2 Nerdy Things! Woohoo! We're here. <laughs> you guys... It's been a, it's been a summer. You, I told this to Celine. I said, the year COVID hit, which was in 2020, for those that don't remember, <laughs> March 2020. Never remember. That summer, we didn't, that whole year, we didn't get sick at all. No. In fact, we were probably healthier then than we are currently. Mm-hmm. We're dying inside. Yes. Every day. Yes. So, the week we were supposed to hang out, what happened? So, Mason got COVID. <laughs> Again. He's never had COVID. I thought he did. Mm-mm. Oh. We think he did. Okay. Like, before it was a thing. Yeah. Um, this is the first diagnosed case of COVID. Oh, okay. So, Mason got COVID, and I was doing great testing every day testing every day testing negative so, and i felt great i was like this is amazing is this what it feels like to be like one of those people that just don't get covid yeah so the the first week we were supposed to hang out mason got covid yeah and so tj obviously couldn't come over because right. mason had covid no matter how much i wasn't symptomatic we still had to wait the five days you know to, right and for his symptoms to go away and then come sat Friday or Saturday? It was, I think it was Friday, right before the weekend. Because we were supposed to go book shopping. Yeah. <laughs> I, text, I finally test again, and I'm starting to get, like, a scratchy throat. And, like, kind of feeling run down. Just really tired. No, this was, like, Wednesday. This was, like, Wednesday. Because we were, the five days were up, and we were supposed to hang out on Friday. <sighs> and I, 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 it was testing every day just to be safe, because I was still, like, seeing my parents. Or, like, they would drop stuff off. I was seeing his parents, they would drop stuff off and whatever. Just like, just in case, to be safe and cautious. Finally test again, and it comes up positive. <laughs> so then I take three more tests. <laughs> Naturally. As one does. And um, all three came out positive. Mind you, they were like very light lines, but they say that if it's a light line, it's still COVID. Yeah. So I was like, I, I was told that like, I probably already had had it and like it was just like running its course now. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So then I text TJ. So then we couldn't hang out for another week. Like, at least five days from there. And then what happened? Then. Because technically we could have hung out the following Wednesday. Yep. I don't remember what day it was. Like, Sunday. It was Sunday night. Sunday night, I started... (laughs) I started feeling like... You know, like that... That feeling you get, like, pretty sick? Yeah. You know? You're like... Something's something's off. Yeah, you're like freaking woke up Monday, coughing, hacking. I'm freaking sick. At this point, I'm like great because everyone in my house was sick. But great, I got what they got. It's just a cold because that's like no one was really showing any major symptoms. Yeah, I'm like great. I got a cold. Great. So, um, we had to put off another week. <laughs> We think that he probably, they all probably had COVID too, but like. Yeah. So yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I went to work. Thursday, I woke up. I had 102 fever, which 
went into Friday mm -hmm. and my fever finally broke that afternoon. Um, or was it Saturday afternoon? No, it was, it was Friday. Friday you texted me, you were yeah. like, my fever finally broke, yeah. go. Because we, we had plans to go see Wicked. Yep. And I was not missing that. So, no. um, Luckily, my fever broke, but oh God. We are the epitome of health this summer. This has been one healthy summer. Um, we should expect a call from Men's Health and the Women's Health magazine any day now. Honestly, if Cosmo doesn't do like a like a piece on us and our health, I don't really know what's the point. Right. Why aren't we in the Times for being the healthiest people on the planet? Right. We should be in the World Guinness Book of World Records. And being healthy. Yes. Because that has been our summer. Yeah. And my seat came back. Yeah. God. <laughs> so. During that week of being sick, so. Yep. So that is why our episodes have been very hit or miss. We've just been taking time to die. Yep. Literally felt like we were dying inside. It's great. We like pretty much were dying. Yep. But we've been trying. We have been, yes. We've, we've been... So, like what? Ms. Marvel has been over now for well over a month. Yeah. Month and a half, it's probably. a month and a half, I think. And we're just now getting to the final episode. So, if you haven't seen it... You can screw off. We're not... We're you've had time. Yeah. <laughs> we're spoiling it. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, but, yeah, that's what we're talking about today, right? Yeah. I was going to do a, our usual new shtick. Yeah, we had a lot to explain, though. But I feel like that kind of took up a lot you of time. Some space. Do, you want, do you want to tell them what we're really talking about? Um, yes. What we are really talking about today is dogs and why you should let them on your furniture. It's like a real topic. <laughs> it is a real topic. I could not think of anything else. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, you did this. Um, yes, you should let your dog on the couch. I don't understand people who don't, and you can fight me. Yes, my aunt, I believe, does not let her dogs on the couch. You can fight me. <laughs> um, you can buy another couch. You can't buy another version of your dog. Right. No judgment to those who don't do it. Full but judgment. Also full, full judgment. judgment. Because I have friends that don't don't and I'm like How what? can you deny them that precious face? Not only that, you think your dog is dirtier than you? I shit you not, some of my guy friends probably don't even piss correctly in the toilet. No. So like let your like let your dog on the couch. You can buy another but buy some couch covers. That's what I do. Word. Yeah. Fuck off. It's a living, breathing thing. Your couch literally... That wants to be by you. Yeah, your couch literally doesn't breathe or anything. No. It's there to, for you to sit on your ass. I'm sure there's already fecal matter on it. Yeah. Somebody's ripped ass on that couch. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so passionate about this. Yep. No, I couldn't think of anything funny. That was pretty good, though. But good. it's a valid topic. It is a valid topic. I'm passionate about it. It's yes. like one of my... Whenever I run for president, that's one of my... Policies. Your dog has to be on the yes. couch. Yes. We, we will be doing inspections daily. I will. Yep. Go through every house. I can find all the dogs. Yep. No, we're not actually talking about that. 
Yes. We are just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, we're talking about episode six of Miss Marvel called No Home. So it's funny because I was watching the making of Miss Marvel. And every single person on there calls her Miss Marvel. I thought it was Ms. Marvel. Is there... Ms. and Miss. Is there a difference in meaning? I thought there was. So, Mrs. obviously means you're married. Yeah. Ms. I thought meant you were engaged. Is that what it means? I don't know. This is what I, this was my understanding. Mrs. means you're married. Ms. means you're engaged, but not quite yet married. If you're Miss, it means you're single. Okay. That's how I always interpreted it. I didn't know that. But everyone, not that this, not that, that has anything to do with her name. No. The fact of marriage. But everyone on the making of called her Miss Marvel. I thought it was Ms. Marvel. Because that's how it looks. But it's Miss Marvel. Oh, because it's MS? Yeah. That's just a shortened version of Miss. I thought Ms. meant something else, though. Oh, oh. I get what you're saying now. I don't think it does. Nope. That'd be kind of smart to mean something, though. Yeah. So, anyways, everyone was calling her Miss Marvel. It was totally throwing me off because throwing me off I thought it was Ms. Marvel. I've been Not calling her Ms. Marvel this whole time. We all have. We you well, we all. You and me. We're the all. <laughs> well, like it sounds better. Yeah. Ms. Marvel. Sounds grammatically correct. Ms. Marvel. Well, I even I don't even actually say Miss like even if like say somebody was engaged or not. Like if you're single, I still say Ms. Yeah. Like Ms. Walters or Ms. Johnson. I don't right. say Miss Johnson. Right. Cuz what? Yeah. Just like I don't like misses. Yeah. Anyways, okay. <laughs> <laughs> enough on that tangent. I just thought that was weird. Now I'm kind of thrown off because I've been calling it Ms. Marvel. I'm still gonna call it Ms. Marvel. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it whatever feels right. I know. In the moment, if it's Miss, then I guess it's Miss. Yeah, but I'm still calling her Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel for life. Um, Anyways, episode six, season, series, finale. We don't know. We don't know. Um, episode is called No Home, and this is following directly after the Circle Q, was it Circle Q or Circle Q explosion um, in Bruno's neck of the woods with Kamran, and they are running around like crazies trying to get to the bottom of the situation, and it's like a very brief scene of that. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Kamala's in her living room, and she's like, I have something to tell you, parents and brother and sister-in-law. I'm going to tell you who I is. But first, she goes down the laundry list of things she's, like, fucked up to this point. She's like, sorry for the wedding, sorry for seeking out, sorry for doing this, and sorry for doing that, and whatever. And then she's like, and I'm also nightlight girl. Yep. <laughs> the nightlight. Yep. So, that goes pretty well. I would say, considering how strict her parents have been. Did the mom say she knew? Yeah. Uh, no, the brother knew. Is it okay. the brother? I don't know. Somebody order. knew. Yeah, they're like, I, I know. And she was like, you know? Maybe it was a mom. I feel like you're right. 
feel like you're right. Moms always know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it the mom? I think so. Sorry, it's been a while since we've watched it. I probably should have watched it before we podcasted it. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Here's some... She had told Muniba, her mom, in Karachi. She told her, this is who I am. I'm Nightlight Girl. And instead of Muniba, like, holding back and letting her tell everybody, she told everybody. So they all knew. Oh. <laughs> so they, okay. they all knew. <coughs> uh, and, you know, they were excited. But, like, this one... This is something her dad said to her, and I keep reading it. Um, I just want to say what the dad says, and I want to tell you her response. Is that okay with you? Mm-hmm. So he says, Kamala, this is just so incredible. I, for one, am so proud of you. We are all in awe of you. But I want to be sure that you're being careful out there. I mean, just because you can do all these amazing things doesn't mean that you're actually volunteering to go looking for trouble. And Kamala's answer to this is, I don't think you raised me to sit behind and do nothing when I can help people. I love that moment with her dad because it felt like, I don't know, you probably, we, we understand this because we're part of, with, we're, we have parent, mothers who are overbearing. <laughs> I was going to word it cuter than that and I couldn't do it. And like, sometimes they hear you and sometimes they don't. And there's mm-hmm. moments where they like, you say something and it really hits them. And I felt like this is like one of those moments where the dad was like, like I, I, this is the mo- this is the moment I raised you to be like this. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, he realized that he raised a good person. And more importantly, it was he find they finally trust her. Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole crux of the problem of this entire show was like they were like you're you're little, you're young, you're a baby. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. Right. And finally, they were like, you're smart, and you're strong, and like you can do. Mm-hmm. We believe in you. So. I thought that was a really cool move, moment, really tying up those loose ends and having her family finally trust her. So that was like a cute little interlude, but eventually it goes back to Kamala, Bruno, and Kamran, and everybody, we're, they're looking for each other first. And, oh no, I missed a part, I missed a part. So she's calling Bruno, she's freaking out, and Maniba walks into the room, in her bedroom, and she says to her she hands her a box and she says this feels a bit more this feels a bit more like you and he op- she opens the box and it's her costume oh that's right yep it's her miss oh, i just said miss it's her Ms. marvel yeah. costume they're interchangeable <laughs> and um that was you're a very welcome. <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> and it was a really really cute moment because it like it was just like you were waiting for it well, I think she was so terrified of uh, she being Kamala. Oh. Kamala was so terrified of what her mom would think mm-hmm. and knew that she would be against it and, you know, was just, I think, so nervous to um, that she didn't approve, mm-hmm. that her giving her her costume is like kind of her way of saying like I don't love it but I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? It it more or less like something that my parents always say to me is we trust you, we don't trust the rest of the world. Uh-huh. And it felt like that. Like it felt like that phrase like I trust you know what's right. Mm-hmm. I don't trust the rest of the world, but I trust that you are able to handle that. Mhm. 
So, because my parents have said that to me my entire life. Like, I trust you. It's just everyone else I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very, I, it felt like an important moment, so I thought I'd call it out. Those, like, those beginning scenes are, like, pretty important, I'd say. I think they're maybe the most important of this episode. They're just, like, pushing the story along. Mm-hmm. So then... Pushing the point of the story. Yeah. Getting her, bringing her to finality. become Miss Marvel. See, you're now you fucked with me. Every time I say it, I'm going to be like... I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so now she is officially Ms. Marvel. They haven't said it yet. But they will. In the Do Marvel. They? they didn't say it. Okay. <gasps> wait. I'll get there. They do oh, say yep. it. I'll get there. It's like, wait, I feel like they... I'll get there. They do, but... So... Flash to Kamran and Bruno. They're like, where the fuck do we go? And, you know, like, what better place to go as two people being hunted down by the government than a mosque? Really, what feels more right? It's not like mosques aren't terrorized already. <laughs> you know? like Which they touch on a little bit in the show. <laughs> which is kind of funny because they're just like, really? A uh-huh. mosque? Uh-huh. Like, we're already getting enough flack as it is. Like, you brought him here. Um, the... Department of Damage Control is literally looking for Kamran. They think he's, like, the only super being. (coughs) They don't know really about Kamala yet. Because they've only seen Kamran have powers. They haven't seen her. So, they go to the mosque, and Nakia, who's part of the board now, which is hilarious to me, I love that, that she did that. Because it's just, like, ironic, because the Islam religion is so oppressive towards women being in positions of leadership. So I liked that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Which I wonder if it actually happens more so now. Probably. I would imagine, especially in America, it's probably more common. Women women like to lead, naturally. So I'm sure that it probably happens much more here than it does overseas. Oh, yeah. Um, Nakia literally is like, what are we doing? Like, you guys can't be here. And they start to hatch a plan. Because where is nobody on a Saturday night? church yes but where else is nobody on a saturday night oh school (laughs) i thought you were this was relating to the mosque no they were like we can't be here they're gonna find us they've already like looked where else can we go on a saturday that no one's gonna be there yep school church (laughs) they like go from the mosque to church they're like in a cathedral (laughs) cathedral's like no (laughs) So we don't even really do religion right in this Catholicism. Uh-huh. Okay, leave. Uh-huh. Sorry if anyone's offended. Yeah. Talking deep, dark things. <laughs> Look, you have no place to judge me for t- judging your religion. Uh, yeah. Don't yell at me. I think you're the only one yelling. <laughs> I hear them over. The, I hear them in the nethers. The peanut gallery. Yes, they're yelling at me, and they're like, "Celine, stop being religion heavy." And I'm like, "I'm not." <laughs> Um, so sure enough damage control shows up which like every time I say that I'm like could they not have had a better name instead of damage control just seems so simple so easy could they not have been like the department of corrections or like the department of making things seem normal and not superhuman or like the department of we literally can't have you doing that they were all rejected. 
the department of what the fuck is this? Yep. They, they did not take my suggestion in the suggestion box. When they, they tried. Asked, when they went around the room, apparently damage control got chosen over what the fuck is this control. Yep. That's fine. Sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. WTFC. What the fuck is this control? You for getting that. <laughs> I'm getting a sweatshirt made with that. WTFC. <laughs> with a question mark at the end. Yep. But, yep. Um, Love it. So <clears throat> they they damage control shows up. The sheik is like, "There's nobody here. You're weird." He's straight up like, he's a very baller sheik. Do you know what I mean? Like as far as as far as mosque male leaders go he's pretty he's pretty chill like he was like there's nobody here you can look wherever you want i don't really care go for it the government's done it before yep <laughs> you're like okay yeah not wrong he's like this feels like a race thing and i was like oh. <laughs> and you know he's just saying it to like create a stir but it was good um the agent pushes past them and like searches nakia creates a a very funny tidbit. She creates a diversion, and she's like, "You can't go in that room. There, nobody's allowed in it's that room. Holy. It's holy." <laughs> she's like, "It's the closet. It's the cleaning closet." She's like, "Yeah, we pray a lot in there." <laughs> and Asian Deaver, the ugliest woman alive. I'm so sorry if you ever listen to this. <laughs> oh, you seem nice. You have a great personality. <laughs> I mean, so far, none of her characters are likable. No, which. I've heard she's very nice, which is what I always hear about people who play mean characters. Yeah. We're sorry. If you listen to this, just like, we can have a private one-on-one conversation. <laughs> DM us. Yeah. <laughs> so, Agent Deaver's like, get the fuck out of my way. I mean, that's probably what she's thinking, but she really just says, get out of my way. I was like, I don't think she says that in a kid's show. <laughs> no. Maybe Orange then, is the new black. Yeah. She probably did say that, actually. Yeah. Um, and turns out it's like the guy that's been in love with Nakia this whole ep- like season. Oh yeah. And he's like it's like hey and she's like that's my boyfriend we're about to make out for the first time and he's like yeah we are. <laughs> he's like wait we are. <laughs> and he's like are we actually and she's like shut up. And Agent Deaver finally realizes it's like a it's a thing. They're trapping they're entrapping them. So the rest of the team are at the high school creating hijinks and nope. Scooby-Doo in the school. Scooby-Doing things and using their talents as kids instead of their powers as superhumans, which is only Kanlan and Kamala. Mm-hmm. I was going to call her Imani. <laughs> so they do that. They do the thing. They're join- Nakia joins them, and she actually makes a joke to Kamala and says bitterly to her, like, is, that, is your costume made in Pakistan? Because she's mad that Kamala never told her that she was... Oh, that's right. Girl. Yeah, she knows. And she... They, they finally had their come to Jesus. <laughs> Ironic that I said that phrase. Huh. Um, they have their moment and they're like... She's like, I would never hate you. And Kamala's like, you literally hate superheroes. And she's like, but not you, bitch. I would always love you. Because you're <laughs> my bitch. All right? And Kamala's like, we are each other's. <laughs> We're each other's bitches. Just a legit conversation. I'm like giving you guys the best play-by-play. I hope you feel correct mm-hmm. and you feel right in this moment. Um. So the damage control gets there and like this whole like hijinks ensues and they're like throwing balls and shit and like 
like triggering lockers they're all wearing the same outfit to trick them so they all to look the same them. yep and um like what's the plan because damage control is there and they can't exactly outrun them no right so what are they gonna do distract them word <laughs> it's a good plan it has its faults because they are children and this is an entire government operation I just don't personally being an adult I don't know if I have the capability of distracting an entire government operation so like they're pretty confident mm-hmm. and they got a pretty good plan they're pretty smart cookies would you ever come up with this no I would like I barely I barely get out of bed in the morning I can barely put socks on when my feet are cold. I have none on right now because I'm too lazy. I had a different pair of socks on that had a hole in them. And I just didn't want to go get another pair. And they were right behind me. It's just like I have no capabilities. Yeah. <sighs> so then all of a sudden, like, there's also the popular girl, Zoe, who in the beginning <clears throat> of the show we all hated because we're like, fuck off, Zoe, you TikToker. Yep. It turns out she actually knew it was Kamala the whole time, and she was like, I'm going to help you because you saved my life, which was kind of a cute moment. Yeah. And she actually possesses her powers for good as a as an influencer, which I can understand that because I, too, <laughs> am an influencer. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Um, so she utilizes her powers for good, and basically she starts a live video and is like, we need help. And oh, her yeah. million followers, like, essentially show up for Kamala and, like, all of them. And it, they're, like, basically outside screaming, creating... There's, like, a riot outside because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, they they just, like... The, the These supplies they come up with... I, I have a list right here. Because it's just funny. They're going to need hoodies, skeletons, fire extinguishers, softballs, and Zoe's phone. Yes. It's just interesting that... <laughs> They, like, found all of these items and they're, like... They actually have them listed? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Agent Deaver, a.k.a. Bitch Incarnate. Uh, I'm so sorry if you're listening. <laughs> um, she calls her team back at Damage Control Headquarters. And she's like, hey, they're in the school. Like, what are our next steps? And her boss... Is like, stand down. And she's like, but. And he's like, no buts. And she's like, but. And he's like, I said no buts. What did I say? Yes. And um, she's like, okay. Over. She hangs up and then she's like, proceed. So they proceed into the school and um, this is where the hijinks ensues. They do the things. They're all freaking the fuck out and running around. I won't go through all of that with you because it's just like a bunch of scenes of them. They're pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's cool to watch. Sequence, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's... cool to watch. So it's complete chaos. Everything's just crazy. The fun fact about her. I just learned this. I think I tagged you in it on Facebook. Um, before that, you know, this still has stuff in it. There's fragrance in there. So I just want to see how it worked. Sorry, I got distracted with her um, fragrance air freshener. Fun fact about her. I forget her name. Which one? 
Agent Deaver? Yes. I don't know her real name. In the show, I mean. Agent Deaver. Did you know she was in Spider-Man No Way Home? If you look, when Peter's being interrogated, you can see her behind the glass. It's hard to see, though. But she's in it. Someone actually, like, pulled the screen from it and brightened it up, and you can see her in 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 there. So that's kind of cool. I don't know if it's real or not, but I thought it, if it's legit, that's pretty cool. What a good little Easter egg. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. That is very interesting. That's a good fun fact. Yeah. Kind of a cool way to tie, tie it together. Tie it together, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because damage control is a new, like, department. Yeah. It's not like shield or sword. They're not, like, developed fully yet, I think. Yeah. It feels that way, at least. Yeah. Um, <coughs> hijinks ensues. Kamran and Kamala are, like, in a different room hiding. And there's, like, fireworks erupting over their heads. And they're leaning in to get and just, like lip to lip they're just a little hairs with space and then bruno comes in mm-hmm. which is okay because i'm i'm team bruno 100 percent. so like i'm fine with that it did hurt me for him a little bit because i'm just like yeah come on like get your shit together Cameron's kind of a not really a dick he's just he's kind of douchey he's he just i just yeah. don't like him i don't know i like I know we don't talk about him, but I like Bruno. <laughs> we do not talk about Bruno. No, no, no. No, no, no. So, I do like Bruno, though. I actually, I, I told Selena I've been reading the Ms. Marvel comic books because I'm just that cool. We're phenomenal. And where's it going with this? Bruno? Yeah. <laughs> what about Bruno, though? You love Bruno, and you're actually reading the comic books. Is he, like, close to his comic book counterpart? He is. I don't know where I was going with this, though. Anyways, in the even in the comic book, they, um, like, you root for Bruno, and you don't really root for Kamran. Kamran in the comic book, though, is a dick. More so than More in the so. show, yes. Intriguing, intriguing. Anyways, go ahead. Um... Yeah, they almost kiss, and it's like kind of like relax, Kamala. Yeah. Choose Bruno. Anyway. Just go with Bruno. Bruno's better. Yeah, we just don't talk about him. Yes. No, anyway. no, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like this is a this is like kind of the culmination of the episode. Kamran starts to use his powers to attack the agents, and Kamala's using her powers to stop him from attacking the agents. Yeah. Like. And blanket, blanketing him, basically. So, they... And Kamran's powers are more aggressive. They're meaner. Yeah, they're... they're Even in the way he does his projectiles... Yeah. They're very jagged. Mm-hmm. They're very... Um, Hard. Yes. And hers are very... Soft. Soft, well put together. Um, Form, fully formed shapes. Like, they're yes. not, like... Like when she walks on the stars, they're like fully like circles. Like hers looks looks like a nicely formed crystal. Yeah. His looks like crystals that were angrily formed. Yeah. Yeah, in a cave for eight thousand years. Yeah. Hers look like somebody cultivated the crystals. Yes. And took a lot of good care of them. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't know if you take care of crystals. I don't know. I feel like you can take care of anything, but so she. 
is like holding off Kamran basically the whole time. And she they she gets between him and the agents and she's able to hold off the agents of their powers. But that's when they bring out like a basically a bazooka. Yeah. And this, <coughs> this was a cool scene because when when the so it fires, it slams them. And then Kamala says a, a magic word that we've heard previously. Mm-hmm. And she whispers it and she says, Embiggen. And she literally Ant-Man's the shit out of this whole ordeal and stretches and grows to like double her height. Mm-hmm. But it, she's not stretching, she's not stretching. her she's body like, yeah. like she would in the comic book. No. She... She's it, physically getting bigger. She's discovering what she can do yeah. more so with her powers. And so, yeah, her art... Her, her arms and her legs literally they look like they stretch it's actually mm-hmm. it's a very it was a very, very cool, cool yeah yeah um, i actually like how they did this better than if they would have done it like mr fantastic yes i think I, i'm glad they didn't give her that version of the powers yeah. um so she gets she gets damage control obviously like and gets them to stop and she actually even like checks on some agents yeah and she she's like are you guys okay and they actually say Yes, Miss Nightlight. <laughs> um, so essentially... Her and Night Monkey. Or Spider Monkey, whatever it was. Yeah. What was it? It was, it was Night Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Nightlight and Night Monkey. <laughs> Fighting crime. It'd be funny if they got together and he was like, they fucked my name up too. Oh my God, right? No kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, they say, she yes, Miss Nightlight, and she's like... Oh, Yep, gotta work on that. <laughs> um, so like, basically, while Kamala's trying to get damage control to just like slow down or stop, Kamran's like about to kill everybody. So he like is tossing cars and all this shit, and he finally says to Kamala, he says, "Kamala, look around. They're never going to accept me, and they won't accept you either." And Kamala tries to reason with him and says. There is no normal. There's just us and what we do with what we've been given. Which I was like, she's just changed a lot. Mm-hmm. She's changed a lot. So the crowd of onlookers rushes at them and Kamala jumps over the crowd to get away because Kamran is gone. Um, he heads for the harbor. And Kamala is the only one there and the Asians are like, get her! And she's like, Haha, no, because everyone rushes around her in a circle of love and trust, and they're like, "Get away, get away!" Night oh night. yeah, the people from the mosque, yeah, the, and her family, and yeah, friends, and, her family. And, and they all like circle around her. The agents can't get her, and she begins to create her little orbs of stepping stones to run away from them. And she's back home safe and sound, and scrolls through social media. Obviously, sees all her shit, and she's like, "Woohoo!" And it's cool because this is. The moment where she is, it's the end of the episode, and um, Kamran is actually goes to Karachi and is told, like, hey, there's somebody that you should go see that'll help you. And he goes to meet Kareem, love interest number three, who's also, it's cute. (coughs) And he's of age, so I'm not weird. I had to look these (laughs) things up. Um, And we're back to Kamala, and she's on the roof in her... Of, like right outside her room and um her dad starts to explain her name and how important she is and 
he says that the word Kamala actually means perfect in Arabic. Then he goes, but in Urdu, which is what they speak, it actually means more like wonder. And then he goes, no, more like marvel. And then Kamala, being one with you and I, says, I share the same name as Carol freaking Danvers. <laughs> yeah. Yusuf goes, who? <laughs> the person that's all over her room. He's like, I pay no attention. Uh-huh. Meta, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, so then, you know, we get that moment of where she gets her name. It was, it was very cool. It was very cool. Very, like, emotional. It, it was very cool because even in the comic book, that's not how she gets her name. Honestly, I think the show takes all the best bits and pieces of Ms. Marvel comic book and just makes them better. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, I think is the point of every Marvel show or movie. It all. Yeah. Is recreating it, but also tying it to its roots. You know? Because um, in, in the comic book, she just gets her Ms. Marvel name because that was... Captain Marvel's name mm-hmm. was used to be Ms. Marvel, but now she's just Captain Marvel. So I love that they did that in this show where her actual name, Kamala, means, means wonder or Marvel. Yeah. Which I, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Which it is really like, does. yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think that that is like meant to be so I cool. I loved it. It was yeah. very cool. And I'm sure when they, the creators probably like took from Arabic and Urdu and they're like, Marvel, like this is a good yeah. name, you know, and but they didn't play into it as much as the show did. Yeah. Which I like that the show did. Um anyway, it goes whatever it's a week later and Bruno's driving Comron's car. Yeah. <laughs> well Comron doesn't need it anymore, so and he said Comron gave it to me and Nakia goes, Did he? She's my spirit animal. <laughs> She's like, Did he actually give it to you? And mm-hmm. he's like, Yes, he said I could have it. Okay. Did he though? <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, that's not important at all. I just like that scene. Yeah. Anyway, so then Comron's like, "Hey, we need to." T-. I'm sorry, Comron. Bruno was like, "Hey, we need to talk." Oh yeah. Give me a second. Like, do you have a moment? And he's like, "Amir asked me, like, do I have powers too?" So he's like, "I ran further tests, and when I compared you to the rest of your family, there was something that seemed off." And right when he says that, the X-Men music starts playing, Mm -hmm. giving us the notion, inference, if you will, that she's a mutant. People, this is our first official introduction of mutants into the MCU. They all but said it. They all but said it. Yes. They won't say it because... Marvel, they need to be quiet and whisper and say and have the music play and have him be say something still seemed off. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, TJ and I looked at each other and we're like, right when they played the music, we both looked at each other. We were just like, and we we're like, they're introducing mutants, which they like say this stuff, and I always think it's going to take so long for them to introduce it. In my head, I never realized that they probably just say it because they already have it planned and mm-hmm. haven't done it. Because he, because Kevin Feige was like, we're going to have mutants here soon. And that was probably six or seven months ago he said that. And I was like, oh, it's going to take like 
12 and a half years for this to happen. Even then, I, I read it still won't happen until 2025. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, is not really that far it's away. It's not. And it's probably, honestly, they say that, and they're probably going to throw pieces in there. Yeah. So, that's, like, like that's the end-ish, we think. And she goes and just, like, plops on her bed, probably exhausted. Yeah. Just from so, a hard day's work. Yes. Before we talk about that. So, before the, the final, final scene. So... What's interesting about Kamala being a mutant or a future X-Man is that it is another deviation from the comic book oh, yeah. origination. Mm -hmm. In the comic book, uh, Kamala is a descendant of the Inhuman race, which includes Medusa, Black... No, not Black Adam. Black Knight? Black Bolt? Yeah, Black Bolt. Black Bolt... Um, and some other, I can't remember their names. And a dog, too. God, what's the dog's name? He's so cute. I can't remember. He's a bulldog. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's not a bulldog. doesn't matter. Anyway, so she's a descendant of the Inhuman race. Um, the Inhumans were supposed to be a vital part in this phase. Mm -hmm. But they decided a couple years ago to do a show. The show did terrible. It was not good. And they all but erased... Inhumans from any plans for the Inhumans in the That's MCU. Right. When they brought him back for... Yes. Yeah. For Doctor Strange. Yeah. But even that was... It was a joke. It, it was an alternate universe. Yeah. So, not saying they can't do the Inhumans down the line, they but... Probably won't for a while. As of right now, it's not... It's not... It didn't do well like the Netflix shows did. It's They're not, not It's not it. in the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting that they totally switched her... Or, or, her, her... Yeah, origin. Her origin. Yeah. And she's now a mutant and not an inhuman. Because um, I remember reading that after the show aired and they're like, she's not a... You know, she, they totally changed it. People are mad about it, of mm -hmm. course. Yeah, people are always mad. I'm never, I like it. I like, I like it too. I like that she's a mutant. It's a great. It's a great way to in, to slowly introduce us mut to mutants if they're not already there. Yeah, which they are. Right. Like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, so. Anyways. Yeah. Continuing on. That was a good tidbit from there. I forgot yeah. about that. Thank you. I know. Okay. So <laughs> Teach us about your perfection. Um, we could just do a whole episode about that. Should we after this? And then we'll do one about you. Okay. Plan. Yeah. As the young ones say, bet. Yeah, choices. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the final scene, and it's a pretty cool one, so tune in. It's coming up next. Whoa. Yep. We're ending here. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. You, you look stressed. Yep. like, what? I was like, like, do we have another episode? No, we don't. Not for Ms. Marvel. <laughs> Not for Ms. Marvel. Um, so didn't the show end here? And then there was an after credit scene, or mid credit. Yeah, like like mid credit. Yeah. Yeah, Kamala goes and lays down. This is the only episode that has one in the whole show. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the end credit? Sure. So, it's not very long, but it's exciting, and def definitely leads into what is coming. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Kamala goes and lays down. Like, she's exhausted. She's, oh, had a tough day of 
fighting crime, protecting Jersey City, and going to school, going to school, and balancing those three men. She wasn't, but <laughs> and something happens with the bracelet, right? It starts to glow. Yeah, like starts to glow, and, and she like inspects it, and she's like, "What's going on?" Yeah. So she stands up and she's like investigating it. And then all of a sudden it like, like blasts or something, right? She gets like vortexed. Yeah. Yeah. She gets like vortexed and she ends up going through her closet, yep. falling into it, breaking the door, which I'm sure her parents are so thrilled about. And she, you can like hear her shuffle in to get back up and all of a sudden she stands up. Who the hell is it? As she once said, wisely, might I add, Carol freaking Danvers? Carol freaking Danvers. Captain Marvel. Yes. Looks around the room and goes, oh no. Yeah. Because she sees herself everywhere. She got, she got another new haircut. It looks good. does look good. She gets like braided on one side yeah. and it's longer. She doesn't have the short hair here anymore. And Which I think we've touched on the short hair theory. We think it's because she shaved her head in honor of maria yeah um and yeah she's like looking around the room because she has no idea what just happened no. like oh my god what happened and we the theory is that she switched places with kamala which will then lead into the marbles yeah that, that's where the episode ends that's how it ends we don't know what happened yeah so for those that have been following along with the marvel phases and marvel um, stories, I guess. I can't think of a different word. We were introduced to Monica Rambo in WandaVision, who we know is the daughter of Marie, Maria Rambo, who ends up becoming Photon, who ends up working with Ms. Um, Captain Marvel somewhere down the line. And now with the introduction of Ms. Marvel, that leads us into the upcoming movie, the Marvels, yes, which will include Monica, mm -hmm. Carol, and Kamala. We don't know how. We don't know what. We don't. We, honestly, we really don't know what could happen. We don't know what they're fighting. We don't know the villains. Although the theory is that the villain is somebody <coughs> who is very relatable, and you understand why. Like who? <laughs> it's just the ongoing theme. Oh yes, I was like, really? Because I'm like, that's like anyone in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Very good, very good. Keep me on my toes. You're um, like, who is it? I know, I'm like, who, who, who have you heard? Um, no, it's playing off a joke. You guys maybe not didn't understand that. It's playing off a joke you told me earlier about how this phase of Mar Marvel's villains are like, I mean, like, are they really wrong? Are they really <laughs> wrong? Because I don't, I'm not getting that. Um, yeah, so obviously this is going to lead into the Marvels. We don't know what to expect. It's honestly one I really have no idea what to no. expect. Even love, what was that? I love that though. I do too. Even with Captain Marvel, the first movie, I really didn't know what to expect because I I don't know anything about her. Mm -hmm. I still don't really know anything about her other than what I know from the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see the three of them together. Me too. Because. Monica's kind of serious. Kamala's kind of a jokester. Carol kind of teeters between the two. 
you know. Kamala's also super young, so I'm curious to see, like, t- like them almost, like, superhero mother her, you know, like, be like, yeah. hey, like, this is what you're supposed to, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like in some capacity, when you're a new superhero and you're 16, the only other person that probably understands her is Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, it, literally. So, like, she doesn't have anyone to relate to, so I think it'll be interesting to see them, like, teach her. Because Monica now, at this point, will have had powers for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Like, two years, I think. She'll she, Because yeah. she, it's two years from WandaVision, so assuming it's the same timeline as us. Yeah. Um, I think the bangle is going to have a... It already had a very big part in the story. I think it's going to have a bigger part in how the Marvels plays out. I think she'll probably find the second bangle. Yeah. And I think it'll change things. Yeah. She'll get her stretchy powers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can you imagine if they did that? I would actually walk out of the theater. So, I was actually thinking about this because it, we've seen it before, the stretchy powers. Granted, that was like 15, 16, 15, 18 years ago. We also saw it in Doctor Strange and it wasn't great. Right. And... The trouble is, is that with human anatomy, when something is imperfect, the human eye will catch it right away with human, with human anatomy, mm-hmm. because it looks off. It doesn't look right. We know it doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. That's why when like people draw and something doesn't look quite right, like with the eyes or with the mouth, it's because hands. hands, eyes and teeth are the fucking hardest. I can do one eye really good. The second eye is always usually a little off. My classmate always said that the hands would always get her. Oh. She could never make them look like real enough in position. In proportion. Yeah. So whenever something is just a little off or it doesn't she look... She's an artist, by the way. It, yes. Well, not practicing. Yes, but... you are. <laughs> <laughs> not not practicing at the moment. Um, I haven't done anything for a while. But my point with all this is that you said not practicing. I thought you said not good. I'm sorry I yelled at you. No, like I'm not. I have, haven't currently been doing anything. I just thought I was being encouraging. It's okay. Um, my point with all this is that with the whole stretching and everything, unless you get it to look absolutely 100% real and authentic, it's always going to look fake. So I wonder when they do the Fantastic Four, if they're going to do something similar to what they did with Kamala, or if they'll keep reads if if he's gonna have like some sort of cosmic power like where he can stretch but it's almost like invisible woman type stretch oh like you know a like shadow. like a shadow or cosmic of some sort I don't know or like like almost like like Kamala's type thing yeah. like you know here's the de- so yes from an artist's point of view from a spectator's point of view stretching just isn't that cool no in the grand scheme of powers especially like in like the grand scheme of all the powers we have on the table right now um which includes a guy who's literally a spider a a god a sorcerer a sorcerer a sorceress i mean there's so many fucking people there's even there's even two special agents that literally have no powers but can whoop superhuman ass. Like you have stretching in the grand scheme of things just <coughs> a little bit lame. 
Now, Reed Richards may be your favorite comic book character on the planet, and I apologize. He's great, and I don't dislike the character. His power is lame. I would much rather I be the thing than Reed Richards. Mm -hmm. At least the yeah. thing is impenetrable. Mm -hmm. I'd much rather be Sue Storm. Yeah. But really, I'd want to be Johnny. I'd want to be with Johnny, too. I mean, what? I would want Johnny to light me up. <laughs> light him up, Johnny! Figuratively, um, literally, it doesn't matter at this mm -hmm. point. I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Anyway, my whole point with this tangent is because it relates to Ms. Marvel. I wonder if they're going to do something similar or if they're going to try to stick to doing where he stretches. Um, either way, it, has, it needs a lot of work. <laughs> After the reaction to Doctor Strange, I'm curious. Yeah. Because people were like, mm. Yeah. And I, I know that there's been a lot of talk that Marvel is one of, as of right now, one of the worst visual effects teams, teams to work for because there's such a time crunch. And, like, they ask for the impossible <laughs> right now. And honestly, it's kind of showing. My biggest worry when it comes to all of this stuff coming, like, is that Marvel is trying to push too much out of the machine too mm -hmm. quickly, and it's turning into, like, a DC-type scenario where things are just not fully formed. Yeah. So I just, I would rather wait, honestly. I'd rather have quality than quantity. And that's why I liked... That's why the first 10 years were so amazing. We had to wait so long mm -hmm. because they took their time. And I think it proves people don't mind waiting if it's good. Are you kidding? Every single movie beat the other movie's record. Like, right. It kept going. It, it's still to that day what is happening. Yes. Doctor Strange beat out... Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness beat out the original Doctor Strange. Yes. Thor, Love and Thunder, which we're going to talk about next, um, beat out Thor Ragnarok. Yep. Box office-wise. Mm -hmm. Ratings-wise is a different story, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so as long as it's good, people are willing to wait because they want the they expect they want the quality and they expect the quality that has been seen previously. We've talked about this before. The Marvel formula. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about how they should stray from the formula. Now at this point, I'm thinking, like especially after Doctor Strange and Eternals, I'm thinking. Maybe, like, stick to the formula a little bit and stray from it in pieces. Because, like, in some cases, like Shang-Chi, the formula works. Mm -hmm. You know? that Like, Thor Ragnarok, the formula works. Thor Love and Thunder, the formula works. Multiverse of Madness went off script a little bit and it was kind of weird. It doesn't help that Wanda is a very relatable villain. Yes. And there really was no villain in the movie just a fatal flaw i think yes if you don't have a direct person to hate right or like root for the other team right you're kind of sol because they're literally i was honestly rooting for wanda <laughs> yeah. which is horrifying so I was, I was like oh my god like wanda get your get your kids mm -hmm. get it girl i was like literally go go to your temple and do your temple shit like i don't even care yeah live your truth yeah Literally. Some form of the truth. Anyway, she's literally the most powerful powerful um superhuman 
Maybe mutant. Maybe mutant. We don't know yet. Yeah. Um. That's not. That's totally off topic. Sorry, we're still talking about. That kind of yeah. is all related, but yeah, I, I, I really after I like so after we watch an episode, I always want to talk about it right away because I'm excited. Yeah. And then like after I sit with it for a while, I'm like, you know, that was actually really good. Mm-hmm. So after we watched Moon Knight, sat with it for a while, I was like, it was just okay for me, Moon Knight. I thought we were talking, I'm sorry, I totally thought we were talking about Miss Marvel, and I was like, wait. Getting there. Okay. Moon Knight, I was like, it was fine. Mm-hmm. This one, after I like sat with it for a while, I was like, I really liked it. I liked that it, A, that I learned something while watching it, mm-hmm. and that it just talked about things you just don't hear about. You know, and that it represented a a community that is, I think, looked down upon quite often. It represented them in a very nice light. Yeah, it represented them in a good way. It represented them in a way that wasn't um, stereotypical. For once. For once, yeah. you know. Um, I do have a question to ask after you're done. Yeah. Um, I, I just, you know, and I know that it's not real life, obviously, but... Like, like they always say um, in the making of the Ms. Marvel, representation matters. And I agree, it, it does matter because... I'll say you, it as a Turkish girl, it fully matters. Yeah, because you, you, don't, you don't know unless, until you know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that leads me to my question, actually. Yeah. Would it have been as enjoyable if I wasn't there to explain stuff? I probably would have just looked it up. Yeah. Um. I probably wouldn't have it. I probably wouldn't have understood as well. Mm. I'm just curious. I'm not saying that I'm the reason you enjoyed it. I'm just curious if like not knowing. You're perfect. You're the reason I enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I didn't mean it, but thank you. No, um, I probably would have just looked it up, but I probably wouldn't have understood it as well. Um, but I really love her. I think she's. I think she's so freaking adorable. And part of the reason, like, it's kind of like Spider-Man. He just plays the part so well that, It's funny because Stan Lee said about Tom Holland that that was his, that was what he would cast as Spider-Man. And I feel like if you were still around, he'd say, like, this is who I would have cast as Kamala. Yeah. And that's funny. He didn't invent Ms. Marvel. No. That wasn't one of his creations. Mm -hmm. Um... But I, yeah, I think he would have. Marvel's pretty new. Stanley stopped creating comics, like I think, in long like, time ago. Yeah, in like I think early nineties. Yeah, um, even eighties, I think, or maybe even seventies. He he released a couple more yeah. in the nineties, but not as frequently. No, well, I mean, he that's they he founded Marvel Comics. <coughs> Him and Jack Kirby. Yeah. Um, Jack Kirby died a long time ago, though. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? It would have um, been cool if they had been alive together to make cameos together. Yes. It would have been very cool. Yeah, uh, Kamala, or Ms. Marvel, has only been in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually created around the time the first Avengers movie came out. Not weird? Very weird. See, I think that... So, Stan, Stan Lee stopped creating comics um, a long time ago. 
but he still read all of them, mm-hmm. which like is very cool. He was like he, he had he was very involved. He was very involved. He as far had, as I know, he had no he fully had approval yeah. and deny like veto power over people like in creating new characters and whatnot. So I have to imagine that he said yes to Miss Marvel, and I have to imagine that he's read it, or if he did read it, he. I just think that she's perfect in the role that she is in. And I think that's like the one thing Marvel does so well is casting nobodies in the best way. Mm-hmm. Like people you just didn't know or yeah. we really even think about putting in that role. I mean, even Chris Hemsworth he was, was a nope. Tom Hiddleston was really nobody at the time. Nobody would hire Robert Downey Jr. No. And the only reason he got the role is because he's they could, cheaper. He was cheaper than Tom Cruise. Which, like, <laughs> the irony is so lost on some people. Mm-hmm. He's the most expensive Avenger now. Mm-hmm. Like if they were to have, if they were to have Iron Man come back randomly, he's literally twenty five million a movie. Mm-hmm. Worth every penny. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They would pay it if he wanted to come back. Mm-hmm. But like all of the, Chris Evans wasn't like <laughs> unknown, but. He's, he wasn't terribly popular. No, he skyrocketed as Captain America. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan as Bucky. He has an entire fan base dedicated literally to him and Captain America being together. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, is it so out of the realm? <laughs> Even Elizabeth Olsen, who is an Olsen sister, nobody knew her. Not really. I had no idea who she was. Yeah. When I found out she, When I found out she was related to the Olsen twins, I was like, oh my God. I totally see it. Now you see it. But at yeah. first you're like, well, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, I think that's one thing. So their casting team has pretty much stayed the same almost the entire, like, first 10 years. And pretty much now, too, they have the same casting team. Um, and I think it's, like, one of the just epic things about Marvel. Their casting is almost close to flawless, except for the Eternals. I don't think Gemma Chan should have been Cersei. No. Angelina Jolie should have been Cersei, like you said before. Cersei should have been Fina. Yeah. Or just you and someone else entirely. Just not a huge fan of Gemma Chan. It's yeah. nothing to do with her. No. I just I'm not a huge fan of her in like action roles, I should say. I loved her as Minerva. Yeah, Minerva was great. Yeah. She maybe, did a great maybe job. She needs a more physically act- active role. Yeah. I did love her in Crazy Rich Asians, too. She's yeah. great. She's a great actress. I yeah. Just didn't, she didn't fit the role. No. No, I, I agree. But, yeah, so... Can you just, like, thinking... No, we're off on a tangent. I'm so sorry, everybody. You can probably stop if you want. don't want to listen anymore. But, like, can you believe, like, from where we came to where we are now, how many freaking famous people? We have Angelina Jolie. We have Salma Hayek. Mm-hmm. We have Harry Styles. <laughs> What? It still feels like the most random casting to me, but... Just, like, all these, like, really famous people start... They... Keanu Reeves has finally said, fine, I will join. (laughs) Like, he's literally said, I'll only join if I, like, like a character. And he finally came out and said, they gave me a character I like. Oh. So he said, I'm considering it. I'm assuming it's one that doesn't talk and fights a lot. Hopefully. Which which is weird to say, because Keanu Reeves can actually act. He, I think he chooses not to. Yeah. But, I mean, like, in his more recent roles, he's just, like... Like the lake So house? stoic. 
Yeah. He was yeah. So emotional in that movie. Uh, that's actually the movie I was thinking of, or like Speed. Even he was, like, he did a great job in that movie. Um, even like I know Matrix isn't exactly like the most emotionally, but it is very fast paced, and he has to seem anxious the whole time because he's yeah. literally thrust into this world he had no idea he was in. Yeah. So he's very anxious. He seems super boyish. I don't know. <laughs> he can act. I think in recent years he's decided to be in a niche role, you know, and like John Wick and all of those like badassery, which I mean it doesn't look bad on him. No. He does well, but he can act. Yes. He just chooses not to. I feel like he's decided that he's not going to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even he's said that he would play a role. There's very, there's very few celebrities now that outright say they won't do, like Jennifer Aniston said she'd never do a Marvel movie. No. Which I was like, would you really not? And I mean, not, nothing against her, but who would you play if they did ask you? She's not an action star. She plays the same role in every movie. And like, would you, true, like true honesty. Would you really say no? Right. Like I said, it's a guaranteed paycheck. Even Eternals, which was not my favorite, it was a guaranteed paycheck for every single person involved. And they still got renewed. Yeah. Everyone still got, like, they're still coming back. Yeah. I just don't understand how you would even, like, she's like, it's not real acting. It's just not, you know, like, it's not acting. Like, what? Yeah. Whatever. So... That, I actually used to be a huge Jennifer Aniston fan, and it actually made me really upset when she said that, that it's yeah. not real acting. I actually read an entire article where they were talking about how, like, Marvel isn't real acting versus people who, like, say Marvel is real acting. And the people who are, like, there are people who are, like, movies are art, and they're meant to, like, sh- show and form and, like, visually show you. And I'm, like, okay, I don't fucking care what Oscar movie. How you're much money did about. you make? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't care what Oscar movie you're talking about. All I know is that I visually want to see a story that makes sense. Yes. Do I want to watch Mother with Jennifer Aniston, or I'm sorry, Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. No, I had no idea what was going on in that movie. No. It's not an iota. So no. It was supposed to be a horror film. I couldn't tell you. It was weird. Did you do? Do I want to watch Dune for three hours? Have read the book and still not be able to tell you what happened? No. Do I want to watch Batman for three hours and literally come out of the movie and say that was a waste of my time? That story was minuscule. Mm-hmm. No. I want a three-hour length movie that's going so fast that I feel like I'm about to throw up because I'm so excited. <laughs> Endgame. Thank you for understanding. Uh, yes, I agree. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just weird that people would say no because I'm like, why? I'm just like, would you really? I don't believe you. No. No. Um, okay. Last question and then we'll wrap things up. Um, I was going to ask you something. About Miss Marvel? Yeah. Well, like about her, the character, or about... I don't remember. Um, I, I don't remember the exact question, but... Where do you think we'll go from here? <clears throat> hmm. Well, obviously, the Marvels are coming up um, in like a couple years, I guess. But no. Uh, I think next, next year, year or the year after. I don't know. Um, I think next year. As far as where Marvel is going next, um, what is next for Marvel? Is it Black Panther? Black Panther comes out 
She-Hulk right now. She-Hulk right now. Yes. And then... Um, Which we will also be casting. Yep. And then uh, Black Panther comes out in November. And then I think that is it for the year. It's crazy. Um, I'm really nervous about Black Panther. Yeah. Mostly because I... Unpopular opinion because a lot of people want this to happen. I don't really want it to be his sister. No. Which is unfortunate for me to say. It's not because of... It's not because of, like, a woman being in the role. Yeah. I think a woman could be the Black Panther. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. As an act... It's my watch. Oh, my God. That's so adorable. <laughs> Let me know. It's almost bedtime. <laughs> that was so cute. I wanted to hug your arm. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it cry. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think a woman can play yeah. Black Panther. I just don't think it's... I think it's too early. I just, I think a woman could do it. I just would rather, I guess I just, I don't know how the story would, story would go, you know? Because yeah. if it is his sister, she's just not, she's a nerd. You know what I mean? Yeah. She creates and builds, she's like Tony Stark, but like the other side of it. Yeah. She creates and builds weapons and uses them. Yeah. She, has, she doesn't have superhuman capabilities because she wasn't chosen. Right. And, I, I mean, not because she's a woman by any means. No. I just think the Black Panther story we, is still so new. We didn't get enough of him. Right. And granted, he's passed away, so I there's know. not much we can do about that, but, which is unfortunate. Um, can you believe he passed away? It's, that's just, like, surreal to me. Still, to this day, is just, it, it still doesn't feel real. Um, he just still feels like such a new character that we haven't seen enough of, of, the, of his Black Panther lore, I guess. Yeah. That I'd love to see him fleshed out more before we switch it to a female. Because I don't mind a female no. going through it. You know what no. I mean? Um, I mean, even with Thor, the mighty Thor, or Lady Thor. I whatever. That, but, the mighty Thor. But yeah. Like, like everyone's calling her Lady Thor. To dif differentiate the mm -hmm. two. Um, a lot of people were upset about that. I loved it. I was like... It's one of my favorite comic book books. Yeah. Yeah. But I would prefer it because we've already met, like, Killmonger for, like, a redemption arc for him. Because, like, was he wrong? Right. And there's always a way you can bring someone back. Yeah. They're... It's the comic books. Except when they're actually dead, like Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Yes. I wish he was... I wish he got to do more than one movie. Yeah. He was a good Black Panther. That yeah. was also a very good casting choice. Yeah. Agreed. But yeah, we'll we'll see what's next. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else. Me either. Or as they say in London, me either. It's Tuesday. It did though. <laughs> I'm arriving. It actually is Tuesday. <laughs> it is Tuesday. <laughs> some water. What? A bit hot, isn't it? <laughs> Tea and <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if anyone over anyone from like the uk from london overheard us they're probably like oh typical americans I'm actually, <laughs> i can actually do a real british accent and well i'm just not going to now because i can't do it on command no. i can only do it when i'm like yeah randomly talking yeah i did study abroad in london for a month <laughs> london <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it, though? It's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right, we're sorry. We're, we don't mean to offend, but it's just fun to make fun, so. Pretend we're from Scotland. We're from Scotland! Oh! From I can't say anything else other than we're from Scotland now. I love the Scotland accent. Oh, bread part, are you? I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Braveheart is Scottish, right? Yeah, it's Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wee bit of Scottish. It's, it's Scottish, yeah. yeah. When they got the Irish. Oh, from Ireland. From Ireland. Ireland. I always, I mixed, I, I start with an Irish and then start going into a Scottish. Sometimes I'll actually eventually dive into an Australian accent on accent. Yeah. Like, like oh, I'm from Ireland. From Ireland. <laughs> I love Ireland. It's, so, <laughs> it's bloody brilliant. <laughs> like, and you're like. Mate. Oh, <laughs> need some brekkie at the barbie. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, no. The South won't rise again, man. <laughs> Okay, like, how are y'all doing? Yeah. Like, where am I? Yep, yep. Anyway. All right. Well, that's all we got. TJ and Celine. Out. Out. <laughs> out. <laughs> Going <Yeah>. out, eh? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, I thought it was, like, Canadian. <laughs> Out. Bye bye bye. Bye bye. I want a bear for a year. For a year. Okay. Bye guys. <laughs>